Hi, and welcome back to the Relatively Vulnerable Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Lady. I'm a digital marketer and advocate for continued learning and self-development. This podcast is for anyone looking to learn from their peers about the lessons and growth from vulnerabilities, struggles, and adversity they faced in their lives. Today's episode is with a good friend of mine, former coworker, marketing and communication professional, basketball enthusiast, Raf Dimagiba. Raf, how's it going? Going good. Thanks for having me, Matt. Welcome to the show. Where are you uh, calling in from today? Um, oddly enough, about five feet away from you. Five feet away from me? That's crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Oh, wow. Through the magic of the internet, anything is possible. No. Well, this is actually a interesting addition. We're uh, in my bedroom recording this right now. Uh, that's not a thing. Yeah, it is. Well, not normally a thing. It is now. I'll, work, I'll, I'll roll with that. Okay. So, uh, recording in my bedroom instead of having people you called in today. Um, I told you the people a little bit about you. You played ball this morning because you're a basketball enthusiast. I did. How'd that go? Uh, we're great. Uh, played three games today. Played pretty well. Got one win. Okay. One out of two. One, one out of three. So one and two. One and two. Great record. But uh, other than that, you know, pretty chill weekend. Glad to be here. Cool. Um, so you grew up and lived in different places. I have definitely lived in a few places, one of which was London. And is that where you were born? Yes, it actually was where I was born. I stayed there for about eight years before moving to San Diego. And you lived in San Diego? <laughs> you sound surprised. I think I just forgot. You told, you've told me that before, I think. <laughs> I did live in San Diego. I lived in San Diego briefly. You did, yeah. I lived in San Diego briefly for two years before moving up to uh, Northern California, live in Vallejo, and I've lived in Vallejo, grown up in Vallejo, and as far as I'm concerned, that's where I'm from. So, let's back up for a second. London. Yes. Is there some sort of accent you developed during that time? I wouldn't say I developed it, more just kind of picked it up. I mean, so, if you live there for eight years, you eventually learn how the people there tend to sound. You know, it's kind of like you just pick it up as you're there, and then you come over here to the U.S., and you just kind of lose it. But you can go into it and at will? I wouldn't really say at will. You know, it's just kind of like slipping on an old coat kind of thing, you know. But no, it's not something I really use. So you haven't used it? No, I haven't used it at all. No. (laughs) Okay, I'll believe that. Um, So then we we met back in college at Sacramento State. We did. Um, We... (laughs) I was interviewing you for a job. Yes. On campus. Yes. At the well, which yes. is the gym on campus at Sac State. It was a great job. It was a great job, and I'm so glad that you gave me the opportunity and you totally fell for the interview. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Ralph is very, very good at being charismatic and communicating things differently than um, not this is not lying, people. This is communicating uh, I like to accentuate my strengths. Yes. I feel like that's and avoid weaknesses. Avoid weaknesses. That's what I was going for. And I think it's smart. Like you, Raph doesn't think he's smart, but he is smart in just different ways. We'll go. We'll go go with that. We'll go with that. So that was about I want to say four years ago. Five now. Yeah, we're both old now. Twenty fifteen. Wow, twenty fifteen. Yeah, Yeah, it's almost twenty twenty. Yeah, that's crazy. So we've known each other for a while and been like pretty dang close friends. Bonded over basketball. Matt's 
I would say a little bit better than basketball to me. I'm a touch better, but I had <laughs> years more of like actual coaching and leagues I played in and played in high school and I have none of that. Raph has none of that. Raph has. <laughs> I have none of that. Raph has the YouTube. Um, <laughs> YouTube was my coach. Yeah, and me sometimes now. Yes. But, um, but I've been pretty broken and injured, so Raph plays and a lot still, more than me. And still, he's better. Than yep. Me, which is, you know, whatever. I work with it. So I'll maybe guest appearance during Thanksgiving or Christmas ball. Either or would be great. Both would be ideal, but I'll settle for both. Both is ideal. Okay. <laughs> so, um. What did you study at Sac State? I studied communications, and I like to tell people that I studied communications not because I liked interacting with people, but because that was the degree course which had the fewest amount of like required classes and whatnot. And I was like, sure, I'll take that one. It was um, <laughs> there was less hurdles in the road. There were fewer hurdles. And you'd been in community college for a few years before that. I've been in community college for quite some time. By that point, I have been in community college for about five years on and off, I would say. I mm -hmm. wasn't full-time throughout that entire five years. There were definitely some years um, that I had a way lighter course load. But I was at community college for some time before I finally decided to get my shit together and try going to college. Yeah. And then so at that point, I'm like – that's a long time. It's, it's, it's a relatively long time. It's a relatively long time. You're not wrong. So then you're just like, I kind of want to just get through this and kind of kind of get to this next step and next phase in my I life. I was definitely chasing the degree. Yeah. Definitely chasing the degree. Because that's what you've been told and sold and recommended. And... Yeah. And I mean, as uh, both of my parents are immigrants, mm -hmm. we're Filipino, and uh, I would have been the first in our family to uh, not just go to college, but like actually finish yeah. college. Yeah. I think my parents, between the two of them, I think my dad went to college briefly mm -hmm. before he was kicked out. Yep. So that's the bar I had to clear. Yeah, and you, you cleared it. So you did end up graduating from Sac State. I did end up graduating from Sac State. And this was almost two, almost, almost three years ago. Almost three years ago. Almost Next years month, ago. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. wow. you went winter. Yep. Yeah. Um, so then... But Sac State wasn't your first choice. Sac State was not my first choice. My first choice was actually San Jose State. Is, um, is that closer to home, or why was that your first choice? So San Jose, San Jose was my first choice was because um, at the time I had some friends who were already going to like the local Bay Area colleges. I had a friend at East Bay and a friend at San Jose State, mm -hmm. and so we would visit. We would visit them occasionally. And my friend who lived at San or who attended San Jose uh, also lived on campus, and so we got a chance to see her dorm, and we got a chance to see the campus, and it was, it just had like this feel to it. I'm just mm -hmm. like, this is like way better than community college, right? Several times better than community college. So I got sold on that, and the women were beautiful. The women were beautiful, women and were you're beautiful. sold on the real college experience. Yes, I was sold on the real college college experience so that's why I had my mindset on San Jose State uh, I attended the orientation I knew which classes I had to take San Jose was 100% my first choice and that's what we're gonna dive into a little bit more deeper today in this episode is how that didn't come about clearly as we talked about <laughs> Sac State yes. we graduated from that's where we met yes so how come San Jose State didn't work out San Jose State didn't work out because um, 
so in order to transfer from a community college, you need to have your prerequisites. You need to have all your, uh, um, all your undergrad, or what is it? What do you call those? Your transfer classes. Mm -hmm. You have to have all your transfer classes, um, all taken care of. Um, by that point, I had already made the decision like, okay, time to get my shit together. Time to take my transfer classes. Um, seriously. And at that point, I only had one left to take, which was my math requirement. I had to fulfill my math requirement. Um, numbers and I don't really get along. You can probably kind of tell by the whole communications mm -hmm. major kind of thing. So numbers, not really my strength. But um, at this point, I only had math to take to take care of and, uh, and finish. And I lost the opportunity to take like a statistics class or like an algebra class, A, because I had taken al college algebra before, failed it. I had taken stats before at community college, failed it. I tried again, failed it a second time. I tried a third time, failed that too. Third time is not the charm. Third time was not the charm for me <laughs> with statistics. Wow, that's saying is there's a, there's, there's a stats joke in there somewhere. but Yeah, can't uh, find it. Can't find it. But um, so I my only option to take to uh, pass the math class was this. Uh, it was this weird non-traditional math class that went into like, I don't want to say the theory behind math. It was more kind of like the non-traditional kinds of math. So we had like different counting systems and like weird fractions and like hexadecimal binary stuff to do with numbers. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was, it was definitely math, but it was not the kind of math that most people would think of. So on top of A, it already had to deal with numbers. B, it was just not something I'd ever been exposed to. And so this was the only class that I had to pass in order to go, in, in order to complete my requirements for San Jose State. And then thus fulfilling your the dream you were sold on. Pretty much. With this nice campus, nice storm, and the nice women. Yes. So all I needed was this math class. All you needed was this math class. Yes. You sign up for this class. I signed up for you, this class. You take this class. I took this class. I did not pass this class. You did not pass this class. <laughs> I did not pass this class. So uh, I don't want to like I don't want to make excuses in the sense that like uh, the teacher wasn't as helpful as she could have been. But I mean, at a certain point, I by this point, I've been going to school long enough to know that you know, you you get out of it what you put in. I did not put in the amount of work that I probably should have, mm -hmm. and. By the end of the semester, I was faced with adding up the numbers and being like, what do I need to get on this final to pass this class? And I, I think if I, if I remember right, I needed a 94 to get like a C minus. I needed a 94 in a math class, which I barely understood with a teacher who wasn't very helpful, with me who didn't really take the time to go out and get the help I needed. I needed a 94% to barely scrape by in this class. At least you figured out you needed a 94. That's math. That's math, but thanks to technology, we also have great calculators online. <laughs> and, you know, in our pockets, which we and were lied to, will slash elementary school teachers and middle school. They didn't know any better. They didn't know the iPhone was gonna be a thing. No, they didn't. I'll, I'll look at them some slack. I'll give them that, yeah. But I don't need to worry about most basic math right. nowadays. But so I'm, this 94 didn't... That 94 didn't happen. Did I, you come close? <laughs> the closest relative. 
I'm going to say no. Going to say no. Okay. I'm going to say no mostly because uh, I remember sitting in that I remember sitting in that final looking at that test, looking down and just being like, "Oh man, I'm so fucked." I'm so fucked. That's not a good feeling. It's not a. It's it's not the best. Yeah. It's definitely not the best feeling. I would say that uh, sitting in that chair kind of made me realize like this is this is where my dream is slipping away. Yeah. This is where my dream is slipping away. And I mean, you know, hope is the human condition, right? We're conditioned to be like hopeful in the face of extreme circumstances. And this is real. This is pretty extreme. It's your dream. Yeah. And I was the just. Next step. I was just hoping, you know, maybe against all hope, maybe I somehow managed to put it together. Because it's multiple choice. It was multiple choice. So you're like, maybe I just guessed right most of the time. Maybe I just guessed right, guessed right most of the time. And then, you know, like we're waiting for the uh, for the final exam scores to show up online. And like I, I remember checking and looking and waiting. And of course, I failed the class. Yeah. So. <laughs> Quickly, before we keep going to the story, you failed a class. How did, like, what's your initial reaction? How do you feel? I guess in the moment, I would say numb. It was just kind of like, I, I, I didn't feel really one way or the other. It was just kind of like a, well, fuck kind of moment. You know, like, what, what, what am I going to do at this point? Like, it's pretty spelled out that, uh, you know, in order to, in order to transfer to a CSU, you need to have these classes pass, like mm-hmm. taken and passed. Mm-hmm. I was missing that, so it was just kind of like I knew that you know, like at that point, it was like I'm pretty much fucked. Mm-hmm. And you've you've experienced this before. You've failed. <laughs> I failed stats three times. So <laughs> you've, you've failed classes before, but was this time any different than those past times? I think this time was different because. Looking back, it's weird because I feel like these are two opposing viewpoints in the sense that I wanted to pass the class. Like, I definitely wanted and I did try. But, like, looking back, I definitely could have tried harder. Mm-hmm. I, there are definitely steps I could have taken to put myself in a position to pass that class, which I didn't take. And knowing what you know now and knowing what you've worked through and gone through and experienced and work in, in at Sac State, do you like rate your amount of trying back then was like one through 10, like, and, and don't bullshit me. Probably like a six or maybe a seven. Okay. So that's decently high. I, I mean, it's like in the sense, like, did I try? Yes. Could I have tried harder? Absolutely. And this was and especially because like what i'm trying to get at is like this is the final gate the final door before your dream yeah the next level and you only got a six or seven i'm trying right and that's why i was kind of like i kind of in the like immediately afterwards like when i finally saw that like i you know i didn't pass the class i was just kind of like like i said i was kind of numb Mm mm-hmm but it was almost just kind of like, you know, like I was just hoping like maybe there's like some other, maybe I'll still pass or maybe like this will be sufficient. Maybe I'll get like my other classes that I've taken will somehow make up for this. And it was actually, um, I would say maybe a few weeks later, um, I very clearly remember like this moment now, but it was like a few weeks later, um, I got the email um, from like San Jose basically saying that, you know, thanks to the fact that you didn't pass your math class, which was a requirement, 
uh, we're unable to offer you admission for the fall 2013 semester. And I remember looking at that email and I was just outside my friend's garage and we were, everyone was drinking at that time. I think I was probably drinking too, but it was just like, it was just like a fact that like, there it was written down in front of me, clear as day. Like we're unable to offer you admission for the 2013 semester. Dream officially crushed. Yeah, officially crushed. At that point, like there's no hope, cold terms, straight up. Like there's no, there's no way around it. Just we're unable to offer you admission. And that I think was the one that just kind of had me like, man, I really have to try. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. like no BS, yeah. like actually try. Yeah. I really had to try. So then what's your next step then after that? You, you read the email. Oh, since I was already at my friend's house, I drank the night away. As should be expected. <laughs> Maybe not the next immediate step, but what was your next, like, take a step back, kind of reassess what is your future goals and plans? Well, after, uh, after the hangover wore off following day and then uh i went out again and drank some more as one does in their <laughs> as when they're young 20s right so um when i finally like got all the sad drinking out of my system um i got an email from the community college basically saying something to the effect of there have been a lot of complaints from students with this specific teacher that um you know she hasn't been available she like a lot of people like ended up not passing her class mm. and they offered a chance with a new instructor they offered a chance with a new instructor to take a summer class um and it would be tuition free okay for all all the previous students of um that teacher gotcha and so i took that as kind of like okay like you know like this is this is the universe like throwing me a bone mm -hmm. and i took that summer class and since it was a summer class, it was condensed. And I think it was like, it was like an eight to 10 AM, uh, four or five days a week. And it, it just a couple weeks, right? Yeah. And just a couple, I think it was like what, six weeks. So it was like, you know, a compressed schedule, but, um, the teacher was better, but this one I had, it was, it was almost kind of like, you know, uh, you're at the edge of the cliff and somebody throws you like a rope, like I'm holding onto this rope for mm -hmm. dear life and I'm not letting go. And, and so I, you tried and you tried a lot harder. This one, I tried a lot harder. I went to the math tutoring center. I tried to like, you know, absorb the concepts as best I could. I talked to the teacher and I think if I remember correctly, I ended up passing the class a second time with like, I think I was just shy of like an A minus. Yeah. It was like, wow. a, it was like a B plus or something. Yeah. Much different than last yeah, time. Yeah. Way different. Same, but the same course. Same course. Same, same material. Really. Same weird abstract material, weird counting systems. Mm -hmm. And whatnot, but um, yeah, it was a uh, it was a different experience. Almost a, probably around a twenty percent, twenty five percent difference in grade. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's, that's that's huge. Yeah. So it was one of those. Um, I passed the I passed the class, and by that point, I started looking into like you know reapplying to San Jose, and oddly enough, uh, I remember communications. I think was like one of the impacted courses. And they needed like a higher GPA like the following year. Okay. So it was one of those just like, man, like. I don't really want to wait a whole another year. Yeah. So after was, you just did that again yeah. kind of thing, right? Yeah. So I was like, I don't want to go to San Jose. Like, I was like, at this point, I was like, I burned, I burned a year. I burned a year. And I was like, I, 
going to a school that I really wanted to was kind of out of the question for me. It was like, at this point, like now I was just kind of chasing a degree. So Mm -hmm. I applied to the local schools. I applied to East Bay, uh, Sac State, Chico, and um, SF State, I think. Mm -hmm. I think I applied to SF State. But um, none of those schools, like, uh, like East Bay, I had the requirements, but there was like a glitch in their system for whatever reason where... Uh, nobody from there was responding to me. Oh, good. Which, you know, looking back, like, wasn't that big a deal because Sac State was the one that's like, yeah, you know, like, we accept your admission. You're set for the next year. Yeah. So, cool. Yeah. So, you're a Hornet. Stingers up. Stingers up. So, before we get into Hornet life, compared to the first time you took the class, you said a six or seven of trying, what was the second time? It was definitely, like, close to, like, a nine or a ten. And this is and this is all relative to you. Relative and like for you, this yeah. is like probably the hardest you've ever tried at. Probably because in school, like, yeah. like you said, this is the end yeah. Edge of the cliff, like about to fall off. Yeah. I wasn't letting go. Like I wasn't yeah. losing this chance. I wasn't burning another year. I was for yeah. damn sure. Yeah. So I passed that uh so yeah, so the first time I took that math class was in the spring. Uh failed it. So I took it that summer. And the same year. That same year. So by that point, um, I'd already passed the cutoff for admission for the 2013 fall. Okay, so, so it was going to be spring, spring, or even fall because you. It would have. It would. It would have been. Uh, I initially I looked at spring, but for whatever reason, I remember. I think it was like a spring admissions had like, there was like a higher. Um, it was a higher threshold mm. that you needed, uh, for whatever reason. Uh, like the main batch was like twenty, like you know, fall. Yeah. So. I did my applications and I just prepared myself like, I guess, like, you know, I'm going to be going to school in the fall. But I like I'm realizing this fall 2013. So it's like I've got literally like a full year yeah. of like, what am I going to do? Like, I've got a full year. Like, what do I do? Yeah. What did you end up doing? I ended up going to work. I ended up going to work. And you've worked before this. Yeah. You've been working for since you were like 16. Yeah. (laughs) Off and on different jobs, odd jobs. Crazy jobs. Yeah. I've worked a lot of different jobs. Yeah. So I went back to work. Um, I had two jobs during this time. I was fixing appliances. I was doing delivery. I think I worked as a server then too. Yeah. I worked a lot of different jobs. And then fall 2013 came around, Sac State. You end up going to school. I ended up going to school. And you uh, you got admitted as a communications major, or did you find that out later? Or did you figure I, that out? I got, I got admitted as a communications major. Okay. And then um, I had a lot of, like, uh, classes taken in community college that worked for it. So okay. I was kind of like, you know, might as well. Kind yeah, of less hurdles at this point. Yeah, and like I said, I was chasing a degree at this point. So uh, I ended up... Uh, starting Sac State in fall of 2014 and for whatever reason I was just like after what had happened the previous year I was like you know maybe this can get taken away from me maybe there's like some requirement that I'm missing maybe there's like some yeah all this something. doubt is setting in still and having kind of a lot of worrying doubt. about a lot of different things still worrying about a lot of different things and it, like it wasn't really real for me until like that first day in class like on campus yeah like, my like my very first like Sac State class, I was just like, holy professor shit. like called your name yeah. for attendance or whatever. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm officially yep. here. Like I'm supposed to be here. I'm here. Yeah. I made it. Yes. Let's rock and roll. Yes. And it was just uh 
which 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 is funny. I would think that I would like remember it, but like now I'm trying to think. Like I I don't remember what that first class was. Because <laughs> probably you're just like oh, I don't really care, but I'm in. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, we're set now. So then you start you started taking the next step into your your new dream and goal. So you're in classes. Um, I don't think you worked at you. you before, there's a semester before you started working at the there wall. There was a semester that uh, before I started working at the wall. Um, I was, this was my first time living alone. Um, I was living an hour away from home. I was living in Sacramento and it was just like a semester of kind of like feeling things out. Um, I didn't know anyone SAC, no connections. First time living away from home. First time like being on like a big bustling campus. Mm -hmm. So it was a big public commuter school. It's like 30 plus thousand kids. Right. Like I didn't realize we're like what, like six in a in terms of student number mm-hmm. out of like it's pretty up there. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was, it was a big experience. It was, a, there was a lot of like little fish, big pond feelings that I had kind of going mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. So that first semester was a lot of kind of like uh, getting acclimated to that whole. Right. And then getting, so to find new people or find new friends and make connections, was there anything that you did to assist in that? I think the biggest two things that I did that actually, like I would say like made my college experience was, uh, working at the gym on campus and uh, joining one of the uh, co-ed service fraternities because um, both of them just really forced me to kind of like be out of my shell and kind of like meet new people. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I would say like that 100% made my college experience. Right. Especially considering um, the following semester, I ended up uh, on crutches for, I think it was like eight weeks out of, out of the six, like half, half the semester was spent on crutches. <laughs> the your first or second my semester? second semester my second semester half of it was on crutches that's funny my f- first semester at sac state played at basketball hungover at the well with the like guys in the dorm yeah before the school week started rolled my ankle crutches <laughs> and everyone's like called me gimpy and hop along yep. and like it's like that's how they know me. Yep. It was just like not the best. It's it wasn't nice. <laughs> no. It definitely it's like the campus is big. Like yeah. it sucks and it's like hot and sacked. Like moving around crunches is not, not not fun. Yeah, and you know, this was before the days of having like, you know, like a light MacBook. Like I was lugging around like a chunky ass fucking yeah. windows, and whatever. Books and textbooks and uh, notebooks, whatever too. So. It wasn't fun. Not fun. <laughs> so um that was I barely kind of remember that. Because you would have been working at the well. I was working at the well. I was the one. So who... you interviewed and applied and interviewed over winter break. Right. Is that right? Yeah. I think, yeah. And then I was like, oh, okay. Like I was, I'd only been working there a semester at the time. Yeah. And like, I was already like moved up to like whatever lead and like to help interview and whatever. And I'm like, we have to take this guy. Like he's <laughs> legit. Like, I don't care who else we pick. Like this guy. Everyone's like, okay, if you say so. Um, that was a mistake by then. <laughs> yeah, they shouldn't have trusted me, but jokes on them. I'm still And I didn't get fired from the position. You didn't so get how... fired from the position. So how bad could it have really been? It could have been worse. It could have been worse. People did get fired from that job. Well, they get I don't fired. know how. <laughs> like you're just alluding to. You didn't get fired. I did not get fired. I was I was never even really close to getting fired. I was never and, I never had people, a... and people actually got fired. Yeah. And that blows my mind. Because yes. that job was that cake. job was cake. <laughs> so, 
we and I, I train you a few of the times because you have a, a two or three weeks of training right of like how to do different duties at the gym and the procedures we kind of bonded a little bit but not too much yet it was a, a saturday shift right i was uh working with you and uh one of my uh ex-girlfriends and he's heard us talking about basketball and that way i think i think that's when i remember it's like holy shit this tall lanky white dude actually like knows sports and I'm not going to lie, I 100% took one look and was just like, this guy's not athletic. <laughs> I mean, so he's not wrong. I'm not athletic in the traditional sense. I do not jump high. I do not run fast. I do not move fast. But I am incredibly coordinated for someone as tall and like yes. Which is I not am. an exaggeration. Like, I've seen this guy do some ridiculous shit. Like, oh, what are you guys playing? And then, like, five seconds later, it's like... <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty decent. I'm pretty com- comfortable kind of adapting to different roles in the game, taking over when I need to, or taking a step back and helping feed other people. But ba- we, we heard us talk about basketball. We kind of started talking about it. Found out you're from the Bay. Warriors. And, you know, it just took Pretty off. much. Pretty and much. We, started, we just started talking a bunch. We ended up playing yes. just a couple weeks later. Discovered, like, it's actually surprisingly hard in basketball to shoot over a taller defender. Much taller. A much taller defender. Because you are how, how I'm five nine. And I am six four on Tinder, so like six three and six three and a half. Either way, it's like a significant amount. Yeah. <laughs> so Rafa got to learn that. I got to learn how to position myself better to someone much faster than me. So give him a little bit more space. So we played basketball, we talked about it a lot. Um, ended up watching some Warriors games together, drinking and all that. That's fun all, stuff. College all that stuff. fun stuff that college friends do. Yeah. So then that's your second, like first into your second semester of Sac State. First You're getting more involved in the um, the college community, I would say. Yeah. College community, so like the work, working, and then the organization you're in. Yeah. Did you ever take like a leadership role in that, or kind of? Um, not quite. I don't think I wouldn't. I wouldn't say like I really took like a leadership role, but I kind of just made it a point to like know as many people as I could. Mm-hmm. And you think that helped you a lot. I think it definitely did. It kind of made me realize. Uh, Different people just different people respond to different things. Yep. Um, I wasn't like there were some personalities that I learned that I can't go, I can't really get along with. There are some personalities I learned like uh, I really get along with. And you're talking you're talking interpersonally and like professionally as well. To an extent, yeah. I mean, you know, with any kind of uh, organization that you end up being a part of, there's always going to be some kind of like. Uh, operational administrative kind of like whatever things that are going to need to take be taken care of mm-hmm. and that was no exception and just kind of learning how learning how to handle like different personalities i think was probably one of my biggest takeaways and learning how to like some people respond differently to being asked some people need to be told you're right <laughs> and, that, and that's cool that you learn that not through a class or an internship or right. anything you learn that more organically yes. while you're in just of a fraternity yeah. essentially that was co-ed for ser- mm-hmm. like services so that's just a i think not told enough story um people talk about you need to get involved on campus in college you need to do x you join a club do this but they don't explain why it's yeah like, and I, they, they just they're like oh it's a network but like that's still the next a, step there's a lot of soft skills i think i learned during that experience a lot of like, like I mentioned, like managing personalities, a lot of like how important it is to just show up. Like, yeah. I think that's kind of like one of the things that a lot of people just seem to miss. Mm-hmm. Like sh- when they say like showing up is 80%, like it's 
He really is. Yeah, showing up is 80%. Like the other 20% is cake if you're there. Mm-hmm. And it was just the it was it was all around like a really good experience. It was it was definitely one of the things in college that kept me coming back to campus when I was on crutches. Um, looking back, it was definitely like I think about it, and uh, it would have been so easy for me to stay in my apartment because going down the stairs was a struggle. Yeah, it would have been so easy for me to just stay in my apartment, stay my ass home, and then just not go to class. Mm-hmm. But I had. I was surrounded by a good group of people who were like incredibly supportive and everyone was just invested in everyone else's success. And through a semester that saw me like spend half of it on crutches and half of it hobbling around this huge campus. Um, that was definitely one of the things that, uh, that kept me going. Yeah, definitely kept me going. So then that's your first kind of year at Sac State. That was my first year at Sac State. Um, of course, with life, it's ups and downs. Um, that summer, we played a little bit of basketball and work when working. But then I think I went away for the summer you internship, had your internship in, in, in yeah, Irvine. You had your, you had your internship. so I did end up leaving a few weeks in the summer, so we couldn't ball as much. Um, so then you ended up finishing in, in the two years, right? Two and a half. I ended up two uh, and a half. Okay. I ended up doing two and a half because um, I think it was my. It was actually that that second semester, the one where I ended up. Uh, I was balancing the fraternity, working at the gym on campus, and taking full time units, which turned were, out. Were you working another job at the time too? One of your serving gigs, or was that later on? No, that was a little bit later on. Okay. That was a little bit later on. When so I, it was two or three jobs at any point. Yeah. I remember that. I'm like, yeah, during college, it was either two or three yeah, jobs. I'm just like, how do you have time to talk to me? And you're like, I don't know. So, yeah. But uh, it was during that second semester. It was, doing, it was during that second semester that um, I, I almost had a brush again with, like, failing. And that was just, uh, at that point, it was like, I would say, like, I was trying. But it was just, like, I just bit off more than I could chew that semester. Like, uh Oh, and I forgot I was trying to do that uh, orientation leader thing too, which uh, that was really I did. Yeah, I tried. Holy I shit, I do kind of remember that. <laughs> I tried doing that, and uh, so that second semester was I was trying to do the orientation leader, uh, doing the fraternity, working at the gym, doing full time units, and all pretty injured. Yeah, and less mobile, and like being yeah, all on top of like being less mobile, and like looking. It's still a new place. Like you've been there for six months, pretty much, and like you're still meeting, like getting to know people and pretty surroundings much. in the city. Like it's all, it's a big change. So yeah, it's like, so it's it a was, lot. It was just one of those things that I realized. I was like, uh, I bit off more than I can chew. One of these things is going to have to go, and it came to a point in the semester where, um, it was the orientation leader thing that ended up being cut. Yep. That's the one that I ended up like, I, I didn't make the cut, but I mean like that one was just like, though I was spread too thin by this. Point. Definitely. I was just spread too thin. I think a lot of people can relate to that. <laughs> I was spread too thin by this point, And I just like, I, I scoop, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. And then I would think that that was it, but no, I almost failed one of my major classes. And it was actually by the grace of my professor, who is a wonderful woman who was like super mom status. And I think I was like sitting upstairs, like in the comms department, like on that little futon. Thing. Yep. And I was just sitting there just kind of like contemplating my life. Cause I was like, fuck man, here I am again. Yeah. You're like that. that I'm back here. Yeah. Like, I'm what, back here. Like what happened? How did I get let this happen? Yeah. And this time, I mean, I can say like, it wasn't because like, you know, I didn't try it. I 
I did. You had too many things. I to just try had on. too many things going on, and God not to me. mention socializing. Yes, like you didn't include that at all, and that's clearly that's, a bit, yeah a thing of college. Definitely and a thing. Of college. First time away from home. Oh yeah. Like you're just like I have so much freedom. You can do whatever. Pretty much. So that's a lot. It was. It was definitely a lot of new things to handle. So it was just uh, bless that woman, Pam Sanger. You're a G. <laughs> she was amazing because she noticed me there and was just like you haven't been in like the last two classes like what's going on we have a paper due like yeah. you're like three days late like what's going on mm -hmm. and i remember like she just opened the floodgates and like listen she just she just listened and i was just like i'm trying to do this i'm trying to do that i don't know what i want to do like everything's just yeah. kind of, like i can't handle it all like you know like i don't i don't i don't know what to do and she was just like look like you know like you can turn in your paper like I need it by tomorrow, but you can turn in your paper. You'll take the hit, but like, you know, like if you turn in your paper, like, you know, like we'll go from there. And so I turned in my paper and I, and the paper wasn't done yet. The paper wasn't done yet. But so you had to go home and do it. I had to go. Yeah. I had to go, I had to go home and do, it. I finished the paper, turned it in. I think I got like, it was one of those, I think like I got like a, I think I got like a B on that. But then like, it was the whole, like the late, the late penalty was like a D. Yeah. So it was enough to like keep me alive. And that class I ended up passing by like the skin of my teeth. Like I got like the necessary C minus, but that semester and that class was kind of like the wake up call that I needed. The reawakening. The, the reawakening for like the third or fourth time. How many times does somebody need to be woken up? This was an inception, <laughs> but. <laughs> maybe it was. <laughs> maybe I'm still, maybe I'm still. Sick. Yeah, you have your ring on your finger that you always have? Don't. But uh, no, it was just one of those things. I was like, I finally decided, like, you know, for the third time, to actually like get my shit together. And that was the one where, the next semester, I wasn't involved with the fraternity. I was just focused. I was focused on school, and I never had a scare like that for the rest of my semesters at SAC. I mean, I was just on my shit. Mm -hmm. If I wasn't working, I was like in class. If I wasn't in class, I was either at work, and if I wasn't like doing like errands or stuff, I was like studying and like taking care of business. And that's where I finally, like, got my shit together. And then you still, at some points, figured out how to, like, enjoy yourself in F1. Yeah. Too, of course. But I would definitely say it was, it was definitely at a lower level compared yeah. to what you were used to. I mean, I, I kind of did, like, the, I kind of did just, like, the whole disappearing act from, like, a lot of social circles. I just kind of, like, stopped showing up to things. Mm -hmm. But at that point, it was just like, all right, I've had my fun. Like, I've had my scares. Yeah. Like. Because between community college and the year off and, like. You're, it was, you're, you're not a young student, and you're not this old student either. I was I was a few years older than, yeah. than everyone else, which by this point, like, kind of, like, you start to see, like, you know, like, uh, the difference in priorities. Yeah. And there was a lot of, like, you know, I I, start, I, was, I was more able to see, like, you know, like, my younger peers making the same mistakes that I made, like, you know, like, yeah. two and three years ago. So it started to be, like, you know, like, I was starting to tell people, like, hey, you know, like, I've been there. Get your shit together. Don't don't be, don't be me. It was like otherwise, you know, you'll be my age and still be here. Yeah. And and sex, it's a little more expensive than community it's college. It's a little more expensive than community college. You don't want to make those mistakes. Right. So it was just um, I started to see like you know there was a difference in priorities and like I think the remaining what would that have been like three semesters the remaining three semesters I was just focused. My grades were solid. They weren't great. They weren't like um, they were solid. Like no more D's, no more C minuses. Yeah, but um, 
it was just uh, at, at that point, I, I think I was just like, it was the right combination of fed up and driven. Mm-hmm. Like I was just like fed up with all the setbacks, fed up with like all the bullshit. And I was just like, both things out of your control and in your control. Right. right? It was just like, I had enough, like I want out and like the quickest way out is to just mm-hmm. focus. And I did. Yeah. So you graduated. I graduated. Uh, at sleep train, sleep train. I think I was the last graduate. You class. were. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I was the next semester, I believe at golden one. Yeah. Sick. And for those who don't know, like, Sleep Train slash Arco. Yes. It's a dumpy arena in the sticks. Not the best, yeah. It's it's dumpy. Well, is it technically Natomas? It's technically Natomas. So it's not even in SAC. It's not even in SAC. <laughs> it's, like, it's not even in SAC. And I also want to add that this is what? It's like, it's a 20-minute drive from campus. Yeah. It's, <laughs> you don't get that sense of, like, this is where I'm from, yeah. a school, or, like, yeah. community. It's just, like, out there. It might as well have been graduating the warehouse. It wasn't the best. It was not the best. But, yeah, it was the last graduating class at... Arco. Arco. At Arco. <laughs> and then, um, what do you do? Do you take some time off? Do you travel? Do you work? Uh, like... I did end up traveling. It was kind of funny. I very clearly remember I graduated on a Friday and I was on a plane to Montreal that Monday. Yes. Where I stayed for three and a half weeks. Yes. So that was kind of like a. I'm like award gift sort of thing. Yeah, there was there was a lot of things going on. I was dealing with a lot of like other stuff in my life at that time. Ah, yes. <laughs> I was dealing with a lot of other stuff in my life. At <laughs> oh that time. gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just kind of like. A... <laughs> wow. It was an escape that I needed. Yeah. And yep, in I a remember. sense, it also kind of uh, it also kind of served as like a buffer between like you know, college to real life. It was just kind of like a, I would say that trip was almost kind of like limbo. Yeah. Like, it's just like, I'm not quite... Yeah, like, I'm done with college. I'm done here, but I'm not ready to step into this. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to go worry about nothing. Yeah. And so, just enjoy and have fun. And you have family or friends I there? I have, fam- I have okay. family out in Montreal, so okay. I stayed there. And I had my first white Christmas, which was great. Which is, for most people... That well, I mean, know like, this most term, people on the, white, on the West Coast. Yeah, and most people who know like don't know this term, it's... On Christmas Day, there is snow, snow, right? Yeah. Okay. And it was like the big, like it's beautiful. It's the cool. big storybook, like fat ass snowflakes, like gently falling from the sky. And it was kind of like you're like, oh, cool. This is like kind of this cool wrap up to the trip, or like part yeah. of the trip because you're like that ended that chapter and like yeah. nonsense of your life. It was like and a like, bookend, I guess. Yeah. I was like, that was my end. That was my ending to college, like a three and a half week trip, like to Montreal. So boom, that was fun. Any recommendations, really quick? Poutine. If you haven't had poutine, it's cheese curds, which isn't quite the same as cheese. Good cheese curds squeak, which is one of those things that, like, when you hear it, you're like, um, okay. Yeah. But when you try and bite it, good cheese curds squeak. Okay. Right on. um, I would definitely say, like, you go to Montreal, you got to have the poutine. Poutine? And time of year? I would probably. Are you biased to I personally, I'm definitely biased. I love the snow. I love winter. I love cold. So I'm definitely going to say November, December, January, February gets like too cold. Like I'm talking mm. like temperature, like in the teens. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's pretty. Yeah. Okay. When right I on. was, when I was there, the temper the daytime high was like maybe like 28 and the nighttime low was like in the low twenties, mm-hmm. which is manageable. But like from what my cousins are telling me, like January, February, like we're talking like extreme in the teens, like in the single digits. And I wasn't really about that. Yeah. So 
you have this trip, you go back into the real world. Before you go into the real world, and this, this end of part of your story ends, mm -hmm. what are like your main takeaways from yourself or your experiences from that? I would probably say like the importance of time management. That was about like being able to efficiently manage my time would have helped me out so much. Like even at the community college level, mm -hmm. like being able to like balance like my different priorities, that would probably be like the biggest takeaway. Like time management is such like an overlooked skill mm -hmm. and it's a skill. Like you need to work at it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you definitely need to work definitely. at it. Cause uh, my last semester, like I was doing three jobs. I had an internship, um, working at the gym still and uh, working as a server, still taking full-time units. And I had literally one free day a week, which was Sunday. So I needed to like do any grocery shopping, any uh, laundry, any like anything that needs to take care of like that I couldn't do during the week. Like yeah. that was that was my one day to do it. Right. Because literally every other hour, every, every other day, every yeah. day was jam packed. Pretty much. And like, like you're not like, oh, I'm busy. Like a lot of people say, or when they respond, oh, how's it going? I'm busy. You're like what? That's not a fucking response. <laughs> but anyway. They were like, you were busy, busy. I remember yeah. like, yeah, no, it was like, I think my days would start at like five 30 and like, I would 10 PM or something. Yeah. And it would be like, you know, like go, go work at, go open at the gym and then like literally get off the gym, walk to class and then have like a four hour block of classes, get done with class, go straight to my other job, get done with my other job. Like, and it's already like 9 PM. So like, let me cry and do some homework and some study. Yeah. And then somehow I remember every once in a while, you still got in some exercise and bat ball. Somehow. Somehow. Sometimes. Somehow. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> I, have that's no a idea. Lot. I have no idea how I manage that. So time, time management, certainly because. 100% time management. 100%. Day, your daily actions are what add up to. Absolutely. Become who you are and what you end up, the outcomes are. Yes. So that's huge. I, I totally agree. That's a great point. Any, uh, anything else, any other big Man, things? I think the biggest one is like, uh, I, I would say too, is uh, the importance of being close to either your work or school. Like it's an underrated benefit. Like I know too many people are just used to commuting. Like from, Oh, like physically yeah, close. Just physically being close. Like that's like an hour to two hours that, you know, like you can have to yourself. Mm -hmm. Also huge. I know not everyone can do it. I know it's not feasible for everyone in every circumstance. Something but, you could should work towards, but it's definitely something like I think I feel people should value. Like if you can be close to your work, close to your school, one hundred percent, like take the chance. Yeah, which is kind of interesting for me to hear this from you because right? you've been working <laughs> the last year and a half, uh, over an hour away from over your an work. hour away from yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah. So not as probably not as happy. That's something I'm working towards. Yeah, exactly. Something I'm working so, towards. Um, so, I mean, that's really cool. Thanks for sharing um, all of that and getting real. Um, now, the next segment is everyone starting to learn that one thing. Mm -hmm. You are able to communicate with everyone in the world via text message. It's a Facebook post, a video, whatever medium you'd like, mm -hmm. written word. Everyone understands it, whether they know English or not. What's the one message you have to share? What's your universal truth? What's the main thing you've learned? It could be a repeat of what you just said, but I think there's something else more out there. Stretch. Stretch. <laughs> so, Definitely stretch. Before and after physical activity. And why is that? Stretch. Because 
if you don't, you end up 28 and you can't barely touch your toes and everything hurts both before and after the game. So to everyone out there on the planet, stretch. <laughs> so is that an original quote? Absolutely not. I got this from Kobe Bryant. And Kobe Bryant um, is uh, was pretty decent at basketball. He was all right. I think he was a he was a solid he was a solid role player for the uh, what's that LA team? The Clippers. Ah, the other one, not the Rams. Lakers. Lakers. Solid yes. role player. I think he he carved out a pretty solid Los career Angeles for Lakers. Yeah. Had a number change in there too. He uh, couldn't decide which one he liked. I don't know something about there. Yeah. <laughs> so stretch. stretch. Everyone stretch. Take care of your body. Take care of your mind. Raf, if anyone wants to talk to you, where can they find you at? Instagram is definitely the best place to find me. What's your handle? Raf goes rar with several R's. I, I wish several. I could... You don't even. I want to say it's two. So <laughs> at R A P H G O E S R A W questionable amount of R's. I'm going to go with two. I think it's three, but two could... It could be two. It could be two. So that's that's where you can find Raph. Um, Thanks again for tuning in, everyone, and listening to this episode. Please leave your feedback um, on the social posts, on the in the reviews. Um, Like and subscribe and give us a rating. And go talk to Raph. Uh, Thanks for tuning in to the Relatively Vulnerable Podcast. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. If you like the podcast, please share it, then leave a rating and review if you haven't already. Have an awesome day.